I like this right now. I like me some me. I like talking in the microphone and people listening, which then means I have a blind spot for people who are default wired the other way. I have to be mindful that they have to be invited to give their opinion, which means as a person who's wanting to interact and create a positive human experience for clients, teams that I'm leading, whatever I'm doing, that I have to invite them into a conversation with me. This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Let's go business storytellers. How's everyone doing? Hey, today, one of my favorite topics that we will be talking about, and that is how do you use a framework to tell your story and drive business results? You know what? I like to think I'm the creative guy over here. Ooh, let me go. I want to be free. Don't give me any boundaries. And you know what? At the end of the day, that is true. But I also like frameworks. I like step by step. This is how you do it. Write by formula, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm always excited to talk about that topic. Today, I'm joined by Drew Neal. He's a culture and growth strategist, speaker, and founder at Solutionary Capital, Solutionary Labs, um, Discover the Solution Within. So happy to have him on the show today. Welcome. Hello there, Christoph. Boom. Boom. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, head on over to Spotify, where you can actually watch us fist bump. It is one of the coolest experiences on air. Drew. Uh, really glad to have you on the show. So tell me about storytelling, building a framework. First of all, are people struggling with this? Why did you even have to come up with this concept? Well, I think, you know, one of the most fastest uh, growing markets right now is the idea of coaching and consulting. And it's the advancement of entrepreneurism and the solo, the solopreneur. People are trying to figure out how to get out of the rat race of corporate America and the typical run of the mill, you know, career opportunities. And they're wanting to do something more meaningful, meaning that it's more authentic to who they are and they can control their time and have uh, the opportunity to create wealth that has you know, true long-term legacy impact. And so I started noticing that all these people were coming to, uh, to market and, and, and were wanting to do something um, that wasn't just canned. It wasn't just, hey, let me duplicate somebody else's deal, one, two, three. And, and, and it just it felt disingenuous um, to just basically take on other people's uh, formats. Now, once again, there, there's many great formats out there that people can follow but there's there's conviction that we need today. There's authenticity that people are looking for. And I found that people wanted to be able to drive results in a way that was authentic to who they were. Um, so they didn't feel salesy. They didn't feel that they were just, you know, uh, out there doing what everybody else was doing. And today, in today's age, there's an expectation that that we're human. And there's an expectation that we all deliver something unique and so I started realizing that there was an opportunity to help people self-discover framework for their businesses, their products, their services in a way that truly was um, authentic to who they were. And, uh, and this discovery format has been really impactful 
for me and my business, as well as many others. And so um, I think there's just a need for people to be authentic while they go build their business. And uh, as entrepreneurs are rising, it's just a kind of a fun time to reimagine this space. You know, what? The, the trigger word for me on, in a positive way was authenticity, because I find it so hard to run your business or your company if it's just a story that has nothing to do with you, right? It's like, well, it's something totally unrelated. I don't really care about it. I just want to make money. We all want to make money. Stop telling me it's not a, it's, you know, content is not about money. It totally is. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have to be authentic about it. And that's a differentiator, is it not? Yeah, certainly is. I think that brings that human centeredness that is so important right now. You know, it used to be, you know, previously with companies, uh, you know, the com the competitive edge was, you know, whether or not you were funded. And if you could just get funded, you know, that would be, you know, wow, it really sets us apart. And then, you know, then it became, hey, maybe our technology is what sets us apart. We have access to unique technology. And, and that was a thing that people were really looking for. And, you know, and money's been distributed and, you know, technology has been democratized. We have more supporting technology today than we've ever had. Um, and so people are really longing for a new competitive edge that's human centered. And I love the concept of human centered design, which is basically the way that we solve problems with humans as the primary um, uh, beneficiary. And so and so what, what does it look like for us to really reimagine our businesses from a purposeful point of view, from a meaning point of view, um, and, and really bring products and services that are going to make the world a better place while we also make money. You know, an acquaintance of mine says, how do we do well by doing good? And I think it's really easy in capitalism to do well for yourself by doing good for others and having a process um, allows us or a framework allows us to measure our impact to measure our results and to really make sure that what we're giving away to people uh, has the the benefits that we are selling on the front end of that framework. But when you are linking it to who you are, you're linking it to your story, when you're linking it to the experiences you've personally had, it allows for that authenticity to be there, which means you're not selling, you're telling. And there's a total difference between trying to sell a product and telling people about yourself. And ultimately, you become the product. You become the validator because this is your story that allowed your framework to have life, to have results. And of course, there's other things that have to happen after we develop the framework and, and understand how it worked for us to then make sure it works for other people. But when we start in this place, it allows for an authenticity to be there, which allows for genuine human exchange that people today are demanding be there in their experience. Yeah, people certainly have different expectations today the consumers. The one thing that, as you were just talking about selling versus telling and all these different things, what's interesting to me too is everything takes time, right? I mean, me creating a podcast takes time. Uh, us talking takes time. Me writing an article takes time. Everything takes time. So having a framework, and I want to dive into that a little bit uh, deeper here in a minute, but having a framework like what you're talking about, being very clear what you're going to talk about, how do you talk about it, where do you talk about it, does that help with um, being efficient or being as efficient as you can be? I mean, I'm just thinking about, you know, Drew, like 15 years ago, 
what we're doing today it would have been way more difficult, right? And today it's so much easier with technology going to six channels or seven channels. And then we go to podcasts and we go to TV. 15 years ago, that would have been like a production crew, right? So, right. So how about efficiency in, in telling your story? How important is that? And, and how does that fit in? Well, I think what allows to be possible here is real clarity, right? So it, the framework creates clarity. And of course, clarity creates efficiency because it's really about making sure that uh, your framework uh, is truly able to do what you say that it, that it does and communicate, communicate clearly um, to that outcome. But what's even greater than that is that when you understand your framework, you truly understand the results that it creates, which then allows you to really understand who you need to be talking to. And so when you build a framework off of your own experience, you're then really able to begin to understand your avatar. You're able to understand your target audience because ultimately you're creating a product for yourself five years ago, yourself 10 years ago, yourself 20 years ago. And, and who better to sell to than yourself and the problems you had, the challenges you had. And so what really allows us to, um, what was maybe a difficulty or was a hardship or was this time of discovering or overcoming allows us to then serve others who have that same pain point. And of course, I believe that you're able to earn proportionate to the amount of pain that you remove from someone's life through your product or your service. And so understanding how to communicate that uh, clearly is a result of, of, of the steps in the process of becoming problem aware, of course, understanding what the solution is and that solution provider, that opening up, that experience of bringing people into your world, um, it 100% allows people to choose much faster whether or not they believe you are the person to help them in that moment. So I think what, what I heard embedded just a little bit there, I, I was trying to look up the name of the author who was on the show many, many, many episodes ago, and I can't remember, I don't remember his name now, uh, but he talked about how entrepreneurs need to be embedded in their community. And is, do, do you believe in that too, that if you're building a business, you have to be part of that community or can you sell or tell into a community that you can help, but you're really not a part of yet? Yeah, well, I think the disposition of the entrepreneur is is key there, right? So when it comes to human behavior, we all have a lot of different preferences and ways that we relate with others. And so it's really just about negotiating the relationship, right? You know, hey, there's value in being in the community, but there's also value in not being in the community. And uh, there's sacrifices for being in the community and there's sacrifices for not being in the community. So it's really about having personal awareness which is once again, one of the keys to creating your own framework is understanding yourself. When you understand yourself and you have self-awareness, that then allows you to go to self-governance. This is emotional intelligence 101. And that exercise in emotional intelligence is really the beginning of understanding our own journey. When we understand our own journey, we can then put ourselves in situations of success. And for some entrepreneurs, they're gonna thrive being in the community and others are not. And you'll, and you'll have to be creative on how to earn connected to how you're sustainable as an entrepreneur, bringing your framework to the market. It's just an interesting discussion, you know, how to think about it, how to get started. So let's maybe talk about that for a few minutes. Um, how do you get started? And I, 
I like to think that my story hasn't changed in a long time. Like the really the foundation has been there and my career has circled around that in different industries and in different verticals with different companies. Uh, but overall, what I do and, and how I think of myself and how I sell myself hasn't really changed. I mean, it's basically the same thing. Uh, but how do you determine what your actual story is and uh, what kind of tips do you have there? And, how, and then how do you get started sharing it? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, my story is that I was raised in in poverty uh, in America, from American terms and multiple generations and, you know, chaos begets chaos. And before you know it, you have multiple generations just kind of sliding down uh, the slippery slope of, of being uh, in that situation. And so, you know, my generation inside of my family um, has really begin to manifest a change. And the change was simply a mindset. And that mindset was, there's a way to do things. And it's interesting because, um, you know, oftentimes in, in impoverished situations, there's a lack of understanding of how things are governed or how things work, uh, a process or a protocol. Uh, I'll never forget, I was, I was 15 years old and I was playing um, in, uh, uh, playing baseball and this guy who was super small, was never going to make the team, all the, all the things. He was blowing everyone's mind away because he could walk up to the plate and swing that bat and smack that ball over the fence every single time. And it blew my mind away. And I'll never forget this moment. I asked this little guy, and I was a, I was a little guy. He was little than me, though. And I asked this guy, I said, how are you? Like, this doesn't make sense that you're able to do this. And he started showing me the mechanics of driving off from the ground with, you know, into your leg, the spin of your hips and the force and the swinging of the bat and, and how all the, the mechanics of it all, the physics of it all. He was brilliant and he wasn't overly athletic. He was really smart, actually, and just knew how to implement. And, and I'll never forget this moment because I began to realize that I can either do things instinctually or I can do things intentionally. And, and my, my journey is really learning how to become intentional. This isn't just do it because this is what feels comfortable. This isn't just do things because that's what grandfather taught you. This isn't just do it because that's how they do it in my city or what my friends expect of me or believe of me. No, there's, there's actually mechanics here. And, and so there's, there's functional things um, from an orderly standpoint. And then there's the human experience that that creates which is the preferential side. One is objective, one's subjective. And I really believe that discovering framework is about understanding objective things, things are abs that are absolutely true scientifically that then create different human experience according to the preferences of humans. And so just as we were talking about, should I be in the community? Should I not be in the community? It really just comes down to the preference. There are wins at being involved in the community. And then if you're an introvert and not super social and, and not super engaging at that level and you like to, you know, hide behind the camera and the microphone, well, then maybe you got to find a different way. And so there's a process or a way to do that as well that creates a different human experience. I like to think of nature and nurture. We're all kind of handed a few things, but then that's really shaped along the way. And I think understanding framework is really saying, what do I have to work with? What's true about the function in the space of my expertise? And then how do I create a story based off of how I've experienced these things that are true? 
And really understanding the peaks and the valleys opens up a very interesting conversation for you to share how you experienced the challenges, the pitfalls, and the wins of this objective process that then created a human experience. And I think bringing these two worlds together really creates something unique. Absolutely. And you know what, Drew, before we go any further, I do want to give a shout out to you. I mean, honestly, the setup, right? You got those beautiful sound panels behind you. That you sound great. Everything looks professional, sounds professional. The reason I bring that up is because, you know, if you're going to be on podcasts, if you're going to be public, if you're going to be doing anything virtual, you have to sound good. You have to look as good as you can. And, you know, I struggle with that because this is how I look. You see, you get what you see. But at the end of the day, there are ways around it, right? Put up the sound panels. I got sound panels too. They're not nearly as nicely aligned as yours. Um, but that brings me to my next question. How important is it to have, especially as a trainer or, you know, a coach or something like that, to have the right personality? I mean, I, you know, I know there's a lot of people that listen to the show because they like the questions, right? There's some people who don't want to listen because they don't like me, right? And there's some people who are happy when I get off screen and the guests can just talk for most of the time. But the personality, does that matter to people to tell your story, to be engaging, to be likable, to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, certainly. Obviously, as humans, we all project something. We create experience for others through our behavior. And um, you know, an exercise in self-awareness is really, really important. And if, you know, if you're unaware of what self-awareness is or emotional intelligence, this is really the exercise of you becoming conscious of your tendencies, of your preferences, um, how you process emotions. So emotions are energy that demands motion, emotion, right? And so when we experience emotions, it triggers an instinct or a reaction, and so every single day of our lives, we're all negotiating that human experience about whether or not we will react or, um, you know, or, or we'll, we'll govern, we will limit that reaction. And so that creates an experience for other people as they observe us or work with us. And so not to nerd out too much on the human mechanics here, although I, I love nerding out on it, let's just be honest. Um, we have to realize that we create experience for people and I'm in charge of that experience. And so, you know, uh, you know, if any, if you watch comedy, you know, I, I love, you know, going through the comedy reels on, you know, social media, I can just watch them one after another. And if you see the human experience that each of these comedians offer, it's all very different, right? There's dry humor, right? Really heavy sarcasm, uh, always, you know, there's self-deprecating comedy. There's the, oh my gosh, everything's great. And they're just all their observations in the world. Um, they're super clever comedians who are hyper-intelligent who take you on a long journey and then create, you know, this powerful question at the end. that's just like, Oh my gosh. And, and, and the tone can be super bright and up. It can be down and depressive and like the world's terrible and, and they're super negative. Um, it can be slow and talking, you know, and great pauses. You can see, I have a higher energy. I talk a little faster. This is natural for me. And I'm an, I'm an up energy individual. I do like to project. I've been on stages a lot through my career. And so I enjoy that transfer. I'm a high D in the disc realm, which means I have a dominant personality, which means I enjoy my ideas being heard, accepted. I like being in a, in a position of command. And so I've done a lot of work to understand myself. But then I also understand that that creates an experience for others. 
you know, some people may be triggered by a high command individual, which means I have to be aware that I enjoy talking one way. I like this right now. I like me some me. I like talking to the microphone and people listening, which then means I have a blind spot for people who are default wired the other way. I have to be mindful that they have to be invited to give their opinion, which means as a person who's wanting to interact and create a positive human experience for clients, teams that I'm leading, whatever I'm doing, that I have to invite them into a conversation with me. And I have to value that opinion and be willing to allow them to become feedback to adjust my experience. And so I think, you know, there's a real opportunity here for us to, to say, yeah, I'm in charge of the experience I offer. It doesn't matter if I'm a charismatic personality. It doesn't matter if I'm outgoing or an introvert. If I want to have impact, the question is, how, do I, how can I authentically present myself in a way that will bring impact to the user that I want to serve? And, and ultimately, if we want the impact, um, you know, who would I have listened to 10 years ago? when I had the problem that I now solve, you know, I've overcome, I figured it out. I've had success in this area. I'm bringing my product. I'm bringing my service to, uh, service to market. Who would I have listened to, you know, 10 years ago that would have really tugged on the strings of my heart that would have, you know, allowed me to feel like I was heard or understood, or I would have had confidence that that person is the one that I want to work with. And or that product is the product that will solve the problem that I have. And so the experience, I would say, there's a lot more of you in the world and building around yourself and testing, iterating will allow you to have the feedback um, to make adjustments. But this is really about authenticity that will then allow you to have the impact that you're really wanting to have. And that's, of course, something who, who wouldn't want to strive for that. And the last two sections of the show here, really, I'm talking with Drew Neal about how do you use a framework to tell your story better? Now, uh, the last four minutes here, maybe two minutes we can spend on um, how do people do people actually think about themselves as content creators? So content creators. So if I'm a coach, do I consider myself a content creator? I would say some of the coaches I know, that's not where they start. I know that for a fact, and I think they need to get there. But how do they get there? So I'll be interested to hear your opinion on that. And then uh, after that, maybe for the final two minutes, let's talk about how do people connect with you? Who should reach out? Of course, if you're watching the video version of this, we've had the URL up at the bottom the whole time, drewneal.com. Well, I think it's a great question. And, and Christoph, thanks again for having me on here today. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, we got to understand that no matter what medium you're communicating on, whether you're on a stage doing a keynote, if you're creating content for social media, or you are, um, you know, creating a framework, that you have to have structure and order around the things that you want to say that create a result for people. And I think we just have to be willing to be responsible for the results that we create and understand that, you know, ultimately if you're smart as a coach, um, after you create your coaching framework that produces an outcome, you then create social media content off of your framework. You just don't give away the how, maybe you give away the what, or you create curiosity off of the why that then gets people to buy in a little bit on the what and then really buy in on the, on the how, right? And so there's a lot of different ways we can create um, curiosity. We can, you know, create, uh, you know, traction and engagement off of our framework. And ultimately, um, if you're smart on the content you create that you give away for free, it should lead people to a point of wanting to connect deeper 
on that particular item, you know, when you walk in the door. And so, you know, I've been on stages uh, full of rooms and uh, it's interesting because I'll come and I'll have a product table and full of resources. And, you know, I've got a lot of different content directions that I've been able to take people through over, over my career. And so you can go to the table and there's, you know, five or six options of, of training content um, and, uh, you know, you know, preparing people in these spaces. And by far, the thing that always sells the most is whatever I spoke on in my keynote. And people want to go deeper with you on the thing that resonated with them when they heard you speak. And so from a social media standpoint, from a, from a freemium content standpoint, from a vlogging, podcasting standpoint, this is really about um, understanding how to connect with people to draw and attract them into your world. And let's just be honest, <laughs> acquiring clients is always going to be the biggest challenge to overcome. There's so many tools out there to operate. There's so many tools out there to produce results. Um, acquiring people that will believe that you're the person to bring that result for them is going to be key. And learning how to tell your story through your framework will allow you to entice people into an authentic brand that allows for you to be yourself, not salesy, not inauthentic, and bring the transformation you're really looking for. And of course, today, it's easier than ever to become a content creator. I mean, if you're a coach, I would I would assume you can talk to people so you can do video. That's That wasn't really an option 15 years ago or not as easy of an option. I mean, I'm thinking of YouTube shorts. I do these all the time and they got thousands of views. Don't ask me why, but they do. And they drive subscribers to this exact same podcast. Drew, I really appreciate you coming on the show in the last uh, 20 seconds here. Tell us um, who should reach out to you and how can you help them? Yeah, certainly. Well, you know, leaders who are building companies and want thriving teams, thriving cultures, uh, they want a process in their business that's going to be meaningful. Um, I really have five core values very quickly. And at DrewNeal.com, we take people through discovery experiences that increase innovative growth, um, competent empathy, meaningful work, integrative wisdom, and mindful iteration. And so if you're looking for a speaker, a trainer, um, this is really beginning to build relationship with me and what we offer. So you can go to drewneal.com and grab that there and uh, get, a, get a free call together. And love to see how we can serve you and help you grow people and profit. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.